asked politely as he approached her table. Yes, she replied. The man was older than she, well over forty, with graying black hair and a kind face. My name is Kang Fa. I am an acquaintance of your brother. I apologize if I have kept you waiting. Lin only nodded, almost afraid to speak. Kong sat in the lacquered chair beside hers and ordered tea from the owner of the tiny restaurant. Zheng Yi asked me to bring you this letter. I know he wished that he could have delivered it himself. Lin Mei accepted a sealed envelope that bore the characters of her name. The handwriting was Zheng Yi's. She opened it and began to read, devouring each of her brother's quickly drawn characters. He spoke of his disillusion with China, of his lost hope for the future. As she read, she realized that the rambling letter was her brother's final confession. He wrote as a man facing certain death. She began to weep as the depth of her brother's despair unfolded before her. Jenny ended the letter by imploring her to deliver the attached pages to a friend who, he said, would know what to do with them. She turned to the next page of the letter. It was a grainy photocopy of an official document that authorized the relocation of the listed individuals into mainland China for an undetermined period of time. All those named were members of Hong Kong's most prominent Chinese families. The pages were excerpts from Beijing's ten-year plan for the pacification of Hong Kong. China is going to take hostages to keep Hong Kong in line, Lin Mei realized. The communists are no different from the warlord emperors who held key families at court to prevent rebellion. She placed the letter and the list in her purse while struggling to maintain her composure. Thank you for delivering this letter. Kong saw that she was visibly shaken by what she'd read. You must share an uncommonly strong bond with Zheng Yi. He has expressed his deepest fears to you, and his news is quite disturbing. She looked at Kong's bowed head and sensed that he too was concerned for her brother. Do you know him well? I've only known Lin for a short time, but it has been long enough to know that he cares a great deal for you. Mr. Kong, I really don't feel much like eating right now, and I have another appointment not far from here. If you have the time, I'd like you to walk with me there. I haven't seen Zheng Yi in months, and I want to hear more about him from a friend. I would be honored. Kong accompanied her on a meandering walk through the narrow streets of Hong Kong. They talked about Lin Zhenyi, and she was grateful for his presence. Kong was a sympathetic audience. The list had given her a glimpse of something terrible, and she felt as if she held the lives of those people in her hands. Lin hoped that the man she was to meet would know what to do with the list. An hour slipped by quickly, and Lin ended their walk at the dock where she was to wait. Vessels of all kinds were tied up along the pier, aging junks, fishing boats, and small barges. As evening slipped into darkness, odd circles and squares of light from the boats illuminated the dock in an irregular rhythm of light and shadow. Lin turned to Kong as they approached the site of her expected rendezvous. I would like to thank you for the kindness you have shown me tonight. The pleasure was all mine. Your brother was a decent man. Lin nodded and prepared to part company when a sudden icy fear swept over her. She looked carefully at Kong. He smiled back pleasantly. 
but his eyes spoke of something deeper and darker beyond the innocent facade. He read her fear, and his smile widened. Why do you say my brother was a decent man? What has happened to him? Your brother was arrested for espionage. Lynn swallowed back her fears. Is he dead? Yes, Kong replied. She looked into his eyes and saw the truth, and beyond the truth, she saw something else. Kang Fa seemed to be taking pleasure in her anguish, as only a truly evil person could. A single tear fell from her eye as she stood there paralyzed with fear of this man. Kang gently brushed her cheek with his hand to collect the droplet, his touch nearly causing her to faint. A tear for the fallen, how poetic. Jean Yi shed many tears.